I'm your host, Monica, and with me are Opanku and Cynthia. This episode of Corner Flag Podcast, um, we'll be talking about um, the proposed biannual World Cup. So, um, Opanku, Cynthia, what do you guys think about World Cup happening every two years? Good thing, bad thing, in the middle, we can find our working around it. What do you guys think about it? Um, I don't know whether the people that brought this idea think that the footballers don't have any other thing to do with their life. Because, yes, I understand that the football is a full-time job and everything, but then they have other competitions that they are involved in. What do you want them to do? Do you want them to die? It's, it's already frustrating enough. There have been medical records and medical research that have shown a lot of footballers that are like at their when they are getting older that they suffer from a lot of different kinds of medical um problems that it brings for the footballers it brings like alzheimer's it brings a lot of concussions guys yes as in not even just the concussions because concussions like is momentary i mean the ones that like stay on dementia alzheimer's it brings a lot of these mental health mental um diseases at the end of when they are like, like when at their sixties, seventies, when they should actually be doing things with themselves. You see that most of them are now immobile because of things that like have crowd on throughout the whole time that they were playing ball and they want to now come and make them play another competition. Like they want to introduce another competition already. I mean there's the Euros, there's Premier League, Champions League, Europa as in oh goodness me. And then you want them to continue playing ball, bringing more competitions for them. I think that's not fair, and I don't think the players should like take it. I think that they should actually write, write or like protest against it because it's not fair. They will not kill themselves just so that the FIFA people will make their money or UEFA people will make their money. It doesn't make any sense. I feel like it's very, very unfair. And aside the fact, the health problems that it will bring, I feel like the way the World Cup is actually makes more sense because of the way people anticipate it. You know that it's every four years. You're just waiting so that next four years you reach, so that next World Cup you show them that's the first World Cup that I actually followed. Cup. I remember the Netherlands-Spain match after what Robin did to Casillas and everything. And I was just, in my mind, I was just praying that, okay, Robin is already old. Please, by four years, I hope he won't be, like, older and I hope he'll still be able to play. Ha, I can't see what Spain is going to come up with after Netherlands beat them like this. Ah, okay, I'm going to support it. Like things like this will make you anticipate. But if you make it every two years, it will become very commonplace. I mean, every two years, World Cup, it will just get boring. Shut. Let's be now. My take on this is what I've always been saying since. Competitions in football are getting too much. For instance, I don't see any reason why the Carabao Cup should be played. I don't know. I don't see why it, it should continue, and I don't see why it was being played. And I share the same view with Alex Ferguson. The Carabao Cup should not be played by big teams. It should be reserved for small teams. Because you see a team like Man United, Chelsea or Man City, they play an average of 50, to, yes, 50 games a season. I think the Carabao Cup... This, I think Liverpool have played 40-something games already. It, it, then re- removing the international break. So it's already too... 
too tough for these players. Football is a very physical sport, no doubt. Very, very physical. And I think these players should actually get a lot of rest. Not yes, a lot of rest. They should because they use their body, they use everything to play. It's also their minds. These players play a lot of games already. That's why I, I applaud the FFF, like the French Football Federation. I, I actually applaud them for removing the League Cup in France because it did reduce the number of games that were being played. And I feel England should also adopt that. Either they remove the Carabao Cup or they make the Carabao Cup for only small teams. So when they bring up this idea of making the World Cup biennial, sincerely, from the financial point of view, it's a very good thing. More money for the footballers, actually. More money for the footballing world. More money for FIFA. More money for fans. Fans. More money for fans, I mean, is gamblers, hunters. More money for fans that have hotels and this thing that stories will come to. So, more, more money, money for sporty bets. I'm So, financially, it's a good thing. But we are removing the fact that these players are human beings. Exactly. For instance, take a, let's take, for example, a player like, let me say Kai Havertz now. He's a starter in Chelsea. He's a starter in the German national team. This season alone, Chelsea has played the FIFA World Club Cup, has played the UEFA Super Cup. He's playing in the FA Cup. He's playing in the Premier League. He's playing in the UCL. Has played in the Carabao Cup. Then the German international games, we are still there. So imagine how many matches Kai Havertz has played already this season. Just him alone, because he's a starter. Kylian Mbappe, the same thing. Imagine these players, take them into consideration. They are playing all these games and they still have to play a World Cup every two, two years. Not good on their health. They need to rest. Then coming from the point where since I was saying this thing is like you anticipate it. The World Cup is like a festival. That wait, oh, when is the next World Cup, when is the next World Look at how we are waiting to see if age will catch up with Ronaldo and Messi, if this will be their last World Cup, things yeah. like that. Like, I want to see that anticipation is the joy of football. Is the joy. Just like why some, why all of us were against the Super League. We want to see a team like Leicester win the Champions League. We want to see a team like Atalanta qualify for the Champions League. We want to see a team like Leipzig walk all the way from the German second division to the Champions League. We want to yeah. see things like that. We want to see it. So, I don't support Wenger with this. I, I love some of his footballing ideas and all, but this, I don't support him. For me, I feel, I feel like, aside, okay, you already mentioned the military aspect of the, the, the Bauna World Cup thing. And aside that, it's going to like clash with a lot of other things because there's Euros, there's Afcons, and then the players, are, not, I know how they do this, the dual qualification process. They are literally playing football every damn week. Like, if you're not playing your country, you're playing your club, you're playing for this, you're playing for that. It's, it's fast. It's just make, you know, when, you know, when something becomes saturated, this is its, its appeal. All Bayonne World Cup is always to destroy the appeal of the World Cup itself and even stress football watchers. Because imagine, I, I said, even the fans get hurt because, guy, day to day, you're watching the film. You don't know you're supposed to watch. If Apple is supposed to watch um and Salah watch somebody playing Euros, how would they even qualify? Because oh, if, if it's bound, that means it's one full year. It's the when they will play your qualification matches for the kind nonsense thing. The following is nonsense, but it's nonsense if it's bound now. The following year, and the next, for you know, this year you qualify, you do qualification, grab, 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 grab. You play Euros next year. You, you know now. Another thing, self is even the fact that if 
the World Cup should be banned. I think I feel like after the first like three World Cup competitions, like after the first six years, they won't even be getting as much money as they thought that they could. Because the health aspect. Trust me, trust uh, trust me. Yeah. Even if they make the cup every one one year, will make mm. money. No, you don't. Like it's basic economics, yeah. But that you get the more and more and more you do something. The more you stress, it will reach its point of diminishing return. Once it reaches its point of diminishing return, once it starts falling down, it just starts falling down. I mean, it's not like they won't make money. They won't make as much money as. They thought they would. Okay, for example, now I remember last season when Liverpool was having matches back to back to back to back to back. Like it was very bad. I remember the fact that they played. I think I don't know the club that they played the weekend before, and they won that club. And then they now played. They were going to have a match midweek. I remember very vividly that I stayed to Liverpool. Um, I was very surprised. I came. I came to Sportsbet and I saw that Liverpool to win Aston Villa was like three odds. I was like, ha. Now, wow, which one is Liverpool to win? Even, even if Liverpool uses their second team, obviously now, it's not just Aston Villa, they win Aston Villa. Liverpool used the academy boy because Klopp was like, he's not going to suffer his first and second team, even his third team, Steph. He's not going to like make them suffer back to back to back to back because they have games to play. He was complaining about, I remember that time they were saying Klopp is always complaining, he's not the only one that has a lot of games and this and this. But like Liverpool had, in the space of like 10 days, for example, Liverpool had like up to six games. They were playing games literally every two days. And then, for example, now, if a fan that intends on going to watch the match sees the lineup and then it's like the whole compilation of both the player field and on the bench, people that you don't, you've never heard them. Nothing. I mean, what do you As some people have played Liverpool 7 1 that day, I can never forget. And I was like, whoa, how come? I'd be five two because I was like, what is even what is even Liverpool, what is Liverpool even playing? I'm very sure my brothers are Liverpool fans, yeah, and the, the, my second brother used to make it a a duty to watch all the matches. He couldn't watch the first twenty minutes of that game because he just came. He saw like it was just a bunch of boys that don't don't know that he does not know what they are playing. Like he lost their appeal, and I feel like if they continue like this, coaches would would for most players opt to sit out of some of the competitions, coaches will opt to use their reserve, reserve, reserve team to play some, and then the competitions will even be watered down, and then they will start losing money. So it's not really a long term, in the long term of it, it's not really a good idea. Let's talk about VAR in the Premier League. I'm not sure Banks is supposed to talk about this one, because most VAR is uh, at this club. No, 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 with VAR. No, see the issue with VAR. See my only issue with it. My issue is that it is still a human being that will still look at this video. Do you understand? And sincerely, eh, if Anthony Taylor says in his own books, with his knowledge of football, this is not a penalty or this is not a ball or this is not a foul, no matter how you show him that video 100 times, he will exactly... he's still going to make that same decision. Exactly. Now, let me cite an example. First time the VAR came out, it was used it was used in the Bundesliga and I think in the UCL. And in the Bundesliga, then, if I can remember, when it just started, those guys, the only work they do is to call the referee. And what the referee does is to go to the monitor immediately to check the screen. Now, it made this decision hard to make in the Bundesliga. It was hard to make. I'm not seeing how. It made decisions easier to make. Easier to make. Okay, okay. I thought you said hard. Now, my issue in England, why there's huge controversy with the VAR in England is this. 
English referees, I'm sorry to say this, but they are not competent. Don't be sorry. And they have you so much power that, that the most one of referees in the world. I, I feel like Nigerian referees even make more sense yeah. than those. Than those people are so biased. Very honest. What they sell, they, 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 they are very reluctant to even go to the monitor. I think it's just recently they started going to the monitor, which is very... That is why it's a video assistant referee. They call you back, then you make, then you go back and watch it. Supposed to be a child that was made against them yes. was so easy. Supposed to be a penalty. Exactly. It's, it's, it's supposed to be a penalty. There were so many. Oh, sorry, there has been so many decisions. Just even Ronaldo now. Ronaldo and Sancho were saying that our match was They were saying that it was actually a handball. It was but this guy. It was handball. They said it was a natural position. And natural. Then was was no, 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 no. And then and then and then, and then they now rule this person. No. So was, was, was that Nono's boyfriend's name? Tayas's owner said this. No. This is not natural no. boyfriend. No. I like no. when I said them. Calm down. <laughs> let me let me explain Eric Dyer's handball. Yes, it was it was handball, but it's not a penalty. His hand was in his natural position. It they mm-hmm. can't blow that in penalty. So that one they were actually very right. But there were so many other decisions. The, the Premier I'm not no. a fan of Premier League referees. I'm not a fan because I've watched so many matches. Both when my club is playing. Wait, wait, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm sorry. Did you say Tyson's own was not a PK? Was not PK worthy? No, no, Dyer's own was Dyer's handball. Um, no, now. I don't remember. Sorry, move on. Just move he on. Won, I don't he won the first handball. Okay, hey now, hey now. No, okay, no, say no, it's not it was a handball, but it wasn't a penalty. I don't so, know. If I think either way, either way, it's supposed to be something. The thing is that, me, to me, I feel like this discretion comes in. Because, okay, the first thing, what I didn't want to start by saying is even the fact that they gave referees this season a lot of discretion to even disregard the VAR completely because the referee now has final say. Last season, the referee can the VAR can overturn the referee's decision. Like, I preferred it that last season than this season. But this season, the VAR cannot on their own the referee's decision unless the referee agrees to it, which is where my problem comes in. Because the referees, um, English referees are very, very inconsistent. Yeah. And then you can tell me referees going to see Tinta. everything. Yeah. And Wait, I, I think you're mixing the rule up. The rule is here. I un- understand what you're, you're saying. But this season, mm-hmm. it's not the VAR that makes it's not the VAR that, that makes the decision. It's the referee that makes the decision in this way. Once the VAR sees something that is clear and obvious error, something like that, once he sees a foul or he sees a handball or something that the referee doesn't spot, it yeah. calls the referee. It calls the referee. Now, when they check it and they can't like decide, they tell the referee to check the monitor. The referee doesn't do that before. But now they tell the referee to check the monitor. And why? Why did they tell him to check the monitor? Because he will make the final decision after checking the monitor. So the VAR has actually done its job by calling the referee. No, the that's what I'm saying. I'm saying the so fact that the, uh, that has the discretion to now say, "Oh, this is a foul." Now, referee now. Yes. Now coming to the handball rules, it was changed, and it is obvious that they said the handball rules very nonsense. No, calm down. They said something about the handball rules. Firstly, if your hand is in an unnatural position, I I wish this was a video. I would, I would have shown it. If your hand is in an unnatural position. Yeah. And and the and and the ball hits your hand. It's a handball and a penalty. 
if it is in a natural position and it hits your hand, it's humble but not, but a, not penalty. a penalty. Now, at that part of that rule, I think it also says something like if the hand is actually stopping leg goal scoring yes. shot, it is a penalty. Now, giving the penalty to us now yesterday as an example, do you know that Soyonchu, before that ball came, his hand was already up? Yeah. In that circumstance, to me, I'm interpreting that thing as a natural position, but it's actually an unnatural position because his hand, his, his body is moving together with the flow of, of the game. So yeah. his hand was up. And that short scoring shot, it hit yeah. his hand. It's a hand mm-hmm. ball and it's a penalty. It's not intentional. I don't think it's intentional. But no, it's a hand ball penalty. My problem is consistency. Like, if they can keep their energy, I won't have a problem with it. Because, like, I mean, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. The gander, not who they do this to everybody, the same, the same. The English referees are, are, are being punished for not taking them to all this. Yeah, no, I feel like he deserves that to be anywhere for the one shame us. That dias penalty, I agree. His hand was in a natural position, that his back. He wasn't going to cut his hand off. I agree. And Tayas penalty not even mistake itself. Immediately I saw it was it was a handball because number one, the ball was going towards goal, and number two, he raised it up and he hit his palm self. So like you cannot even deny that one. But then there are some decisions that they would they would make. And my annoyance self is now the inconsistency and the stupid ass apology. I mean right. don't tell me sorry. Is it sorry? Don't tell me sorry. Last season, eh? I remember the match after we played the match against that the ball, they, it was a free kick close to the box. The ball took over space and he used his hand and covered his face because if his hand, if he not covered his face, the ball would have hit his face. The referee Inter. called it hand ball. How? How? Inter. No, Inter. no, 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 no. Calm down. Calm down. Let me go land up. Uncle, wait before you call me back. <laughs> I don't have a problem. No, Allah is unnatural. He moved his hand when he saw the ball coming. Maybe he was supposed right. to dodge his face or cut off his head. I agree. Right. Man City did the same. KDB did the same thing. They did not give that one handball. That's mine. If you're doing bad to us, as long as you are doing bad to others, I will not be angry. Do the bad. Share the bad. I mean, national cake. Let it go around. I be this Bissaka's foul in Champions League this season. And then KDB's foul. And then what were they telling me? Eh, KDB's spot. We're only showing small, but Bissaka's own was showing big. That's why they gave Bissaka a red card and they gave... Whoa, to be clear. Are you, to be are, clear you, are, you, are you talking from that point of view or you're talking from the football point of view? No, I'm talking from... Forget that I've been using United example. Last season, I think it was Silva, Bigundoan. I don't know which of them having a very great season last season. I think it was Bernardo Silva. It was Silva, it was B Silva. Yeah, that scored an offside goal that they counted. It was Bigundoan. That scored an offside goal that they and then like a day after the match, I said that the goal was not supposed to go. Why are you apologizing to me? What kind of rubbish is that? They now apologize for not giving the handball. Why? Do you get? That's ridiculous. I've seen this season. It's stupid. It is very very stupid. Why are you telling me sorry? Is your story going to give me like three points? I don't understand. Just the thing, because obviously the referee has the last say. That's my own. If you're going to do something bad to your full chest, I mean, nobody is going to drag the referee. But like, nobody will come and beat you for not doing what they wanted you to do. And you, in your, in you, you can tell them, eh, it's your discretion. From the way you saw it, this is how it's supposed to be. But don't come and tell me sorry at the end of the day, because that's sorry, what is it supposed to be? Melting after death. It's not going to do anything for me. Yeah, um, 
English referees are just very frustrating. Frustrating as human beings. And they are the reason why a lot of people have reduced the way they watch they watch football because there is always almost always going to be something to complain about. Okay, look at Liverpool. Liverpool game. Oh boy, that was a red card against Diaz. There's nothing you will tell me in this my life. Because should they not give you cut last, sir, you cut off his head. <laughs> why did they not give the red card? Why? Because they got the goal. Let these rules be straightforward. Let these rules be direct. No, calm down. The rules mm-hmm. are already direct. People it abuses. Because if you check, most of these mistakes are not always made or they are very limited in the, in the, in the Champions They are very di- limited in the Bundesliga. For instance, that game, Manu PSG, that season, that, that Rashford's penalty. Sincerely, that Kimbembe's handball, I can that the only reason why the ref gave it, if you check, he actually went to check the monitor. He had to check the monitor because it was difficult for them upstairs to get to give that decision. He had to check the monitor. And what made him give that decision was Kimbembe jumping and raising his hands up. So it was very obvious. I can swear that if that thing had happened in the Premier League at that same season, they wouldn't have given it as a handball. That decision is, is actually very, very, very dicey. Because the way Kimbembe jumped, he couldn't have jumped without raising up his hand. It's not possible. But interpreting the rules, that's a penalty. But it's really dicey. Really dicey. It, it can be given. It can be given. Because that Kimbembe's one in particular was very dicey. Very, very. What you guys suggest is the solution to this problem. The rules accounted for dicey situations, and in these so-called unclear or dicey situations, they said the referees should have say. Just like I remember that um, handball I was showing you, no, no, that that man's this hands, but I think was it uh, was it the deadly hands, but one hand, but that was uh, like by his bicep, like you said, it was not a clear hand because part of the ball was on his bicep, part of the ball, yeah, yeah, bigger uh, hair, so. In those kind of situations, they, they said that refs can choose, that can decide that it's a handball or not. You get no, it. wait, oh, sorry, let me ex- ex- explain that part to you. It happened in Argentina, Nigeria, if you, if you can remember. The penalty that okay. Nigeria was. Now, that one is not a penalty. Why? No, I'm not saying penalty now. Calm down. You know, we are getting the terminologies wrong. If something is a handball, you know it's a foul. But they didn't really as a handball or as a foul. That's what I'm trying to say. When it is not very clear as as far it's a handball or not a handball, what is supposed to be done is that the referee would decide or would now be the one because VR wasn't even VR wasn't sure if it was a handball. It is it's, it's not the referee's okay, this was a handball, this was not a handball, this is this is that. So like this is more or less the referees having so much power. And for me, I think that them having these powers will make them susceptible to bribes. You know, even we already believe what they already a conspiracy that Premier League uh, referees sell matches. But giving them such discretionary roles and this like that were actually determining matches and outcome of matches this much, would you know actually sponsor the whole idea that they actually sell out matches? Because that must be Everton. I don't care about Master, I don't care about Everton. But I'm really expecting like um Everton to get the handball or get the pick or whatever it is they could get. But not not that thing that the referee did and then came and I'm not apologizing. So Cynthia, what do you think? Is there a way we can like commit any solution in any way to the problem? Bundle them and throw them away, like toss them out the window, in my own opinion, in my own humble opinion, because I feel like 
you, you should get more straightforward and stricter referees that are trained with these new rules so that they'll be like accustomed to it. Not be that maybe they forgot or that uh, it did not occur to them or this. I, I like this idea. Maybe because these old guys will be feeling. Uh, they are old. So most of them have been referring since like yeah, so way that before we like some of them some, some of them might, might have been opposed in Xavier out there because they feel it's yeah, like some of them are feeling, you know this like you know this like scene of this exactly of put that one day. So, so yeah, the same the same way that the same way that when a company brings in like electronics and iPads and laptops and everything. They're yeah. bringing new young people that will be able to operate this electronics and be able to like customize with this, this the new way of working things. That's what I feel like they should bring, they should train new referees. I mean, <laughs> people, everybody, people are looking for jobs everywhere. Train new referees and make them like follow the rules more strictly. And then in that given time of discretion, they should actually use like they should be they should use natural laws i don't know laws of natural justice to do it do it if it's fair don't just do it because you get and something another thing i don't know whether i'm talking about i'm talking like this because of um i'm a loss to them because of that i'm a loss to them but then they should introduce judicial precedent means that a judgment has been taken by like the highest court like for example now the supreme court if a judgment has been given by the supreme court other courts are bound to follow if a judgment has, has been given by the court of appeal other lower courts are bound to follow and even other court of appeal courts are bound to follow they should follow that decision until that decision has been overruled please wait so they should introduce judicial precedent in that if a referee says if you carry your hand and cover your face it's handball today tomorrow if you carry your hand and cover your face and the ball hits your hand they will call it handball. You know, say because it's not the same referee, or uh, it's not the same league. Nothing like that. Do you think? Should, do you think it should apply across leagues or just less? Uh, like my main problem is Premier League because international competition they don't carry English referees because they know how incompetent and stupid that they are. <laughs> so, like, my point is from the let's start from our house. Like you have to keep your own house clean before you go outside. Charity begins at home. They should so start applying the same rules that they apply to other games. To other games they should apply the same rules that they apply to other things to other things and me it's not even really a conspiracy to me that the referees are biased because you would obviously know that the referees are biased last season the first part of last season yeah united were, they were getting penalties almost almost every game and bruno was shining almost every game club now said it seems the referees are being too lenient with united and then if you like carry gone and shoot a united player inside a team box they will not call the penalty <laughs> I, I think it's all things why I like you. Yeah, you know, as much as you know, you carry my head in your head. You try to be as objective as possible. Eh? Yeah, because like, okay, some fans, some fans. Immediately after club said that thing, immediately after club said that thing, it was very obvious. As in, even the commentators kept on referencing what club said. Maybe that is what is discouraging referees now from giving penalties, or maybe that is what is making them being too like scrutinizing the foul way too much for them instead of giving the penalty penalties like it make any sense it doesn't make sense referees should be independent referees should be unbiased referees should be consistent and then the the ball the football will be moving very smoothly and number three step is even the fact that 
some of these rules that they are that they are introducing are even stupid rules. I remember <laughs> that when I was growing up, uh, the joy of watching United is seeing Ferdinand with blood on his head. Somebody must be bleeding, and I want that back. The aggression, the energy that football carries, the fact that they'll be playing, they'll be bleeding. Think of this con- um, concussion substitution. Walk we'll carry your head like that and play ball. Like, <laughs> no, no, I don't know you're I'm just exaggerating, I'm just exaggerating. But just like you said, they should be consistent. That's just what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I, what, 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 what do you think the solution to the Premier League referee issue now? It's simple, educate them more. Since I said something, I think mean, she said something about like, since like most of the referees in Premier League actually like existed even before the VAR came about, and probably they'd be very reluctant to, you know, I feel like they are just being proud in a way because they feel like why would they have to, you know, go check something when they are on the field and then one video thing. You get like me personally think the computer is trying to take my job. Obviously now, I may be reluctant to actually use the so-called computer thing because why reluctant to use what you agreed on using? Because I don't know. <laughs> so I don't I don't get the idea of you mm-hmm. being reluctant to use what will help you become a better referee. I don't know that one. I'm just saying what might be their issue. Like Cynthia said, if they can, you know. I beg them, like you said, beg and educate them. I let them understand that it's actually for their own good and it makes the football much more interesting to watch because you know you'll not be watching football and be and be saying this referee be no do this thing now, this thing for happen and like almost I mean all the all the Premier League matches that happened this like this weekend had referee issues. Like there was a referee issue in all of them. Every damn one of them. You are you're not like you play like fans now have to be dissecting because the referee ruled in a way that mm, it's not so clear fans now have to be dissecting oh, was it supposed to be was it supposed not to be all this kind of things so um any last words uh you know you didn't say anything about to close about to end this episode and pray for primarily referees in our houses so i just pray the referees work on their officiating it's going to help a lot more bye bye my people Bye bye everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye. Cynthia.